0: Hey everybody, I'm Jody Vance.
1: And I'm George Affleck.
0: And it's time for...
1: Bigger, faster, higher. We can rebuild Broadway. Unspun.
0: The Broadway plan, the Broadway plan. Let's I'm talk Broadway plan. You're not
1: getting what you want.
0: <laughs> hey, listen, I am game uh, as it gets uh, for, for building out what you taught me is the mm-hmm. Broadway plan is about a chunk of Broadway that really is the quote unquote, downtown of yes. our city. And it needs to be built out to reflect that. Um, I, do, I do believe that there is a place A time and a place for a tower. How about that? Have I come around? There's going to be a lot of towers
1: on Broadway now. I I know. I know. A lot.
0: Yeah. So you got Uh, your way. Congratulations. Congrats.
1: I suppose we should fill people in if they haven't heard this. Last night, council uh, didn't take, in Vancouver, uh, did not take staff's uh, recommendations, which was to slow down the, the development along the Broadway corridor in Vancouver uh, there was a decision by the previous council that, you know, there's a whole Broadway plan it's called, which includes some significant density on Broadway, which is the, you know, big street in Vancouver um, and slightly off Broadway as well, a couple of blocks down from Broadway. So significant right. portion of... Uh, of- of the big chunk of the city second biggest business district in uh, british columbia second biggest employment area in british columbia next to downtown wow. vancouver so uh mostly hospital workers obviously city hall workers a lot of government workers along broadway that's why there's those huge numbers um so yeah council um it's surprising when a council doesn't take staff's recommendations vision was very very staff yes if staff say this we shouldn't do it and i was like like screw stuff i mean sorry terrible idea and no i think we can t- ask staff to not we don't have to listen to staff every time and i'd get in so much trouble for that when i was in office so oh you're disrespecting staff i'm like no i just think they're wrong on this count and in this case and that's why I really, you're
0: elected to office you're, you're yeah. there to be the filter in the lens right like to Absolutely. bring and i'm
1: not saying the, micromanage i'm not saying no, write no. the report yourself which vision used to do I'd say, i'm not rewriting the report I'm just saying, <laughs> we could do better. I'm not saying, so, I'm, I'm just
0: saying. I'm sorry, not no, sorry. I'm just so say, let's get I'm to the specifics. And, let's yeah. get to some specifics here because okay, Broadway plan, which primarily is West West Broadway and a, a yeah. little bit of East Broadway, I guess. So, cause it's to kind main, of to, to commercial. Main, main commercial drive to Arbutus, Arbutus basically, Arbutus. but primarily Gramble, right? Like it's yeah, primarily. Main Granville Street's Street. pretty
1: significant too. Where my office. Right, but is, com- is on commercial commercial
0: drive. Sorry. Yeah. Commercial drive mm-hmm. to the east. Yeah. To gramble and 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 a trickle down towards Arbutus, because that's where the subway line is going to end, right? At Arbutus. Yeah. So all the way along that corridor mm-hmm. is getting yeah. rezoned, revamped, built up, taller, bigger, to 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 have businesses. Mm-hmm broaden out and have people be able to work closer to where they live. And, and, and the concern that the let's slow this down, which blew my mind, because I feel like we have been talking about this for 300 episodes of Unspun. Um, hmm. Haven't we already uh, talked about all this? Haven't uh, we?
1: Are we not I, I, like,
0: I can, love it when should a we build it now?
1: Sorry to the bureaucrats. I love it when a bureaucrat tells me to slow down. I'm like, uh, Neil, yeah. how about you speed up? Uh, no offense to planning staff but figure it out deal with it there's a plan what, why do they uh, want to you guys down? wrote the plan uh people want yeah. to implement the plan figure it out that's your job it's already been approved no 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 right. you, you shouldn't have put a report in front of the last council that put a plan together if you can't implement it no it's your job to figure it out and this council made that decision it's like no do it.
0: What, what was yeah, the reason for wanting to slow it down, though, George? What was the like, reason?
1: Yeah, process. You know, it's just, I think f- there is a concern about engagement was always an issue. Obviously, uh, significant density that will come with a lot of controversy. You just the process, uh, you know, the because we've created so much bureaucracy and development in the city, uh, making sure, you know, they're lead this and lead that and green that and roof that and list that. Uh, it, it'll be a, a tough slog for staff to make sure they sign off on everything. Of course, what they should be doing is finding a way to fast track things that and, and with approved developers. We've talked about this many times on the show. It's something that was approved way back when I was there, which was this concept of, kind of like the Nexus Pass uh, in when you go across the border. Like, let's get some developer. It still hasn't really, nothing's been done about this to the level that I think it should be, which is, okay, you are an established builder. I don't care what size builder, small, home builder, big developer. You've never gotten in trouble. We've never had to go in there and ask you to do this or that. Because there are developers, small ones and big ones, who are always, and I know who they are, because we would get these reports. You know, we staff know who the ones are that don't follow the rules and are always trying to get around them then uh, there's ones that absolutely always follow the rules and stick to the rules. And and, and so just give them, uh, reward them. You let them move faster. Right? They get hired to build a building because that's one of the reasons they will build it and they will get it faster and they will do it right. Why are we, why are we rewarding? Why are we being uh, socialistic in our uh, embracing of uh, people who build buildings? If one guy does it shady and the other person always does it right, but he, the guy who does it right, has to sit in the same lump as the, guy the same shady. lens yeah that's not cool
0: and get and can get delayed by that shady guy's yes, um, of course. issues and they create more totally it. Okay. to
1: deal with that guy and you're like but right. i'm out here busting my ass building things right and you're punishing me because that guy's a scam artist that's not right yeah
0: yeah i i like that idea of, of creating a seal of approval that fast tracks yeah. uh good and i like the fact also george that the, that levels the playing field a bit because it's not just about much money you have and how much you spend and how big your development is it's about how you are as a developer and there is no housing being built without developers so people that are like developers are all bad no they're not no they're actually not and coming up with gentle density versus you know super incredibly high density uh but the, Where that belongs is often a real push and pull as well. As we started this podcast today on that, it's like, you're on that side and I'm on this side. <laughs> there, is, there is middle ground to be had on that. Yes. And driving around in some of the larger pieces of property like Southwest Marine Drive, I don't know when the last time you drove down Southwest Marine Drive was, but I happened to take that route out of the city last weekend I was headed out to Richmond to do something I thought it's so beautiful I'm going to drive yeah. all the way around and come around and there's some significant density going on some of those humongous properties down there really? oh, and yeah, it's, being it's, there. In, it's being done it's being done in a way that that doesn't disrupt the next person's you know 15 million dollar yeah. piece of the term. name
1: of the house that we when I was that we approved it. and I think it's finished now or get close to finish it was a beautiful house and it was really a, sad to see it kind of have to be you know this they they put in basically significant...
0: yeah yeah that's right yeah
1: that's a castle thank you uh and yeah. it turned into you know uh seniors living basically uh
0: and they're uh, seniors yeah. cottages and then there's one central building so they're big yeah. beautiful houses that overlook the river I'm, I'm just seeing it you know through the trees I'm right. a little bit i'm like homer simpson a bit um looking through the <laughs> trees weird um <laughs> but they're they're beautiful um you know looks looks like the home that was there Casimir or whatever it was called uh, a couple of those Mm -hmm. and then there's a rather almost hospital-like main building but it's low enough that it's behind the hedge and you can see it if you you know if you look by so Uh so if the people who are living in that space need to have more help they can do that i don't know who runs it i don't yes of course it's about wealthy people and that's whatever but let like let's start somewhere there are so many and we've, single talked, family about your homes. we've yeah. talked about your neighborhood yeah
1: one, one of my yeah. concerns about okay so they had spent a whole week i want whatever, how much density in my neighborhood on, by the way i know but we have you have the kind of density that you can't actually see for the most part if you go to your neighborhood if you go to lower kits uh area south you know yeah. west point gray where there was yeah. a planning process or a development or a community plan process that was put in the late seventies, I think maybe early eighties yeah. um, that, yeah, that has led to these single family homes being turned into multiple units, depending on, you can't even tell some of them. I am mean, I, every, I tell, I I tell. Said this last time, I think sometimes I drove by, like, Oh my God, I didn't know. I never noticed that house before. And I can see how many we were walking. Actually, a man and I were walking from Jericho and we, walking down one of the streets that I don't think I've ever walked on. I think, you know, I'm like, Oh, well, look, well, look at that. Well, oh, that. um, So yeah. that's an example of a neighborhood plan that came up with a concept. You know, that's for that neighborhood. Broadway plans, another area, Yale towns, another area. There's a West end plan that's seeing significant growth because of that plan. What I'm worried yeah. about right now is this council uh, while they're busy doing all these things and approving and, and, and giving and spending all, all our money. Uh, there's no, uh, that I know of, any local area plan being planned? There's no, for example, Upper Kits. What's happening with that? Point. Uh, what about Dunbar? What's What's the plan for Dunbar? What's the plan for West 10th Avenue? What's the plan for Southeast Vancouver, uh, Victoria, and 50, you know, 49th? What about that area? What about uh, Hastings, Sunrise? Why not a plan for that area? What about along Renfrew or 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 Boundary Road? Why not a plan for Boundary yeah. Road? What's the deal? There's about there's so much density we could put on boundary. What about around Joy Street? What about Nanaimo station? What about none of this all is in hopper? None yeah. of it's in the hopper. No. Commercial in uh, Clark and First. Uh, all along Clark there, that all should be, you know, it's part of that, there should be a redevelopment plan for anything along that on the west side of, of Clark. There should be a whole plan. Yeah. For housing and warehousing and, uh, and uh, you know, businesses
0: modernization now, just modernization beyond what we're seeing there that has just sort of been stuck and and i hear you we've got a lot to get to and along those lines mm-hmm. while you know the broadway plan should we slow it down okay frustration because that's getting us nowhere to help where people really need the help and and mm-hmm. one of the things <laughs> Can we just, before we move from the Broadway plan, can we talk about the bike lane situation there? <laughs> because there's six lanes on Broadway mm. in the Broadway plan. And within that was supposed to be a protected multi-use lane. Mm. And George, when I hear this, it makes my it makes my head spin because there's this like, we've got to put a permanent separated bike lane on Broadway. I'm like, but all of 8th Avenue is a bike lane. 7th all Avenue is a bike lane. 10th Avenue is a bike lane. How many bike lanes uh, do we need because people need yeah. to be able to access the businesses and to access the spaces along what Broadway about, like this is what not about pedestrians hello if make take wider away sidewalks lane,
1: can I have a yes. wider sidewalk so I can sit yes. at a restaurant on Broadway on a patio can we create mm-hmm. a center line or maybe we can agree I mean what is this obsession with putting in this this bike I'm not this is not anti-bike lane we got you no. covered. If you want to take away some parking spots on 10th Avenue to make that bike lane more efficient, go to town. Go to. Why would you want to ride it. a bike on Broadway? It's ridiculous.
0: You wouldn't. It's you
1: ridiculous. Wouldn't. It's such a. It's
0: political. Wish. It's
1: so political. It's political. And just can yeah. we just focus on pedestrians for a while, please? Yes. Not cars. Not bikes. Pedestrians. The number pedestrians. one fastest growing mode of transportation in Vancouver. Walking. And you do nothing. This council for years has done so little for pedestrians uh it's brutal speaking of pedestrians i'm just going to throw this out here i don't know if you saw the there's somebody tried to jump off barrage street bridge uh oh no sorry yeah barrage street bridge tragic didn't do it didn't pick up but they got over i thought we
0: put up fences yes
1: because i I said this is not going to work so this guy got over the fence the uh didn't jump he was standing there they couldn't get to him so they had to uh cut the whole fence out to get to him um and because and, they couldn't climb over the fence. And I'm thinking, what? See this? And so and as a pedestrian experience, this was my argument in council uh, of why I did not like this read is that that portion of it, that fence, if you're a pedestrian and you walk and I, I challenge anybody who has ever gone over Broad Street, they get out of your car, get off your bike yeah. and walk, walk across there. that bridge and tell me that that experience is enjoyable now that you have to walk through a jail cell. It feels like you're in jail. It bridge. does. It's depressing and ruins the yeah. view and experience. <clears throat> it's the yep. dumbest thing that council. I know there's these suicides. That's terrible. I get it, but it it hasn't helped. It hasn't stopped. There was a guy who jumped literally a couple of weeks after they launched and built the fences. He jumped and succeeded. It, it's it's Brutal. it's it's crazy. And of course, there are lots of places that people. It, it just, anyways, it just think about the pedestrian, please, City Council, of Vancouver, and planning yeah. people and engineering staff. Put pedestrians first for a while, will ya? Yeah.
0: And the the backlash that comes from citizens of this city, I know we're sticking tight to Vancouver. We'll get to more, uh, to municipal or be, beyond our municipality of, of I'll just the say city of Vancouver. Every city, Jody,
1: should think about pedestrians. Every city. I
0: agree with you. I agree with you 100% on that. So in the interest of just keeping to some of the other topics that we have here, I want to get to the fact that the pushback on the cup fee that was implemented by the prior administration in the city of Vancouver, whereby we would all pay a cup fee because that was gonna stop cups mm. from being used. I'm so relieved stupid... to hear that this has been
1: yes. pulled back. Dumb. It's gonna dumb take idea. some
0: time. It's so dumb, so dumb. And, I know, hope bags are dumb? next because yeah, how, many, how many freaking reusable bags do we really need? I have a bin full of re- of reusable bags. And every time I go shopping, I know it's my fault that I can't remember to bring the bag with me, but I inevitably buy another bag for $1.99. Uh,
1: with absolute certainty that in camera, I was in these meetings several times when I was in council and staff would say, please don't switch, get rid of the plastic bags. I demand that the plastic bags be better quality, you know, less, you know, th- less like, you know thinner yeah. Or, yeah. or more yeah. biodegradable. biodegradable. But what you're going yeah. to create is a massive problem, massive amount of paper that will be used to make paper bags. And people yeah. will be buying all these cotton bags, which are horrible, or or long, big Worse. plastic bags like those IKEA ones or whatever. These bags that yeah, I have hundreds. Stop of, looking in my closet.
0: How do you know I have all those know, IKEA we all bags?
1: Have them. I always and so last night I always have a bag oh, in my bag, you know. But it's it's every, and then when you forget a bag, you're so mad. And of course, I'm so the mad. The city's not getting any of this money. This money is all going to the private sector, and I'm sure they're putting that money right back into their uh, environmental efforts. Whatever, it's a terrible idea, and and terrible. every if you ask a real person who understands environmental and how to, the thing the straw thing, I get because it's not just about straws, it's not just about the plastic. It's what happened and the horrible things that they do to animals and how they end up in our ocean and all that stuff. But and plastic bottles, you're going to you get the attacked for that, plastic
0: Bottles. I know. I remember what happened to me when I mentioned plastic bottles and straws once. Damn. Just get ready. Because somebody like on Twitter just like heard you dog, said that, dog, and you're going to get uh, mobbed. Nah,
1: it's like mentioning dog uh, dog controls. Don't ever do that in politics. Don't
0: don't Face ever your do that. dog. Okay, so it. Don't. So before we get to the budget, because the federal budget came down, we got to get to that. Um, couple more things that are uh, on on the mind of uh, water features are coming back. So the cup the cup fee is going away. The water features are being turned back on. Congratulations for that. Um, Public safety again in the headlines, though, uh, public safety continues to be a ridiculously difficult issue, particularly in the city of Vancouver. We'll get to, you know, Mike Farnworth in question period. Uh, we record on Thursday. I was just watching question period getting drilled. The The soft on crime premier uh, words were like you could you could tell that everybody had gotten the talking points about it because of the tragedy that took place in front of so many bystanders yeah, on a Sunday afternoon. I I'm so horrified to tell you that I was just scrolling through my Twitter and I saw the actual unedited video oh, begin no. and I immediately no. like swiped away, but it was too late. It was too late. I, I just, I didn't yeah. see all of it. I, I saw enough see. of it that I will never, ever be able to unsee that. Like people who are sharing that video, if you have that video on your phone, out of respect to the deceased, out of respect That's... to Mr. Schmidt and his, his partner and his daughter, Please delete that video. It's not cool. It's not cool. And I'm disgusted by, you know, obviously the incident of just a man going up to somebody and saying, please don't vape around my kid. Next thing you know, he's dead.
1: Yeah, it's it's something that we, as a parent, you've probably done it yourself <laughs> to people yeah. vaping or smoking in places where they're not supposed to smoke or, or vape. Uh, you know, it's and to think that that random attack, I mean, it's just so random. It's so unusual see randomness like that uh you know i think there was a starbucks murder several years ago if you remember on davy or on yeah, I remember street the guy i think it was a yeah. worker though also i think knifed uh, or was he shot i can't remember anyways th- th- you know it's it's just tragic and it, and it i don't know the situation with this guy clearly probably mental health care issues you know whatever um but you know i think begs the question is things getting more violent or in in our cities that's obviously what of course they are talking about and of course, it is. Yeah,
0: and but on, that, on, on a news? on a provincial right, but on a provincial level, the discussion is about how many. I think it's something like three three thousand um, reoffending crimes could be mm-hmm. traced back to fewer than two hundred people.
1: Wow! Yeah, it's like I what? think we've solved the problem. <laughs>
0: right? But we need to collect more data. Isn't that enough data? That data. It's like, like the foster
1: data. care program, and and luckily they're starting to finally do some stuff like that. You know, I think the data that I got when I first got elected, and I always bring this up, was like sixty or seventy percent of the people who are homeless have gone through the foster care system. Okay, I think I found wow. a problem here. You know, I mean, sixty I, or seventy yeah, percent of
0: homeless people.
1: Yeah, it, it's you know they've at some point been through the foster care know system, that. and um, yeah, I didn't. Know so that. you know that it's, is horrifying. We, we, we felt, you see the problem but you don't fix it that's bad governance that's bad leadership and it's uh not a left or right thing it seems like everybody seems to be guilty you know i, I talk about it's almost hard for a politician to make decisions about something that's gonna well he won't see the satisfaction of it for 30 years that's really frustrating for that politician because that's not a winning um thing you know because of course there's gonna be a lot of pain uh, right. France, being the, per, France being the perfect example of that. Right now, where they're where they're trying to say, "Look, we're going to be out of money in ten years. Out of money to pay pensions. We can't continue this current model. And so it's either one or two things: we either we go up in age, or I take more money from you. Which do you want? There's that. There no other solution to a basically right. social, you know, welfare system, which is the pension plans that we most Western civilized countries have it's hey it's welfare guess what when you're 65 in canada or 67 now i think it is you get to go on our welfare system uh the canadian pension plan which you contribute to of course uh, right. but the government you know invests matches it and does so you know france is saying look we can't do this so and he's going to probably be destroyed as a politician but he's going i i, I got i got no choice, um, no choice. And so the case of that's brave and even if you don't agree with him it's brave to do something that you're not going to see the the, the the qualitative things that will help you get reelected within the two years it's 20 years and you're like, damn, that's tough to tough, tough decision. So you see these politicians not making decisions about things that I think will make a difference in 20 years. It's we're right. we, we've talked about this. The Let's numbers talk- are pretty clear. Homelessness and housing so the problem started 30 years ago, a little more than 30, which I guess hey, that's a generation. It's going to take a generation to un to fix what Undo we with. broke 30 years ago.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about the budget. Speaking of breaking and making and, and, uh, and <laughs> the rate. level of debt that, yeah, the level of debt that we're facing in, on a federal billions. scale, yeah. billions, 40 yeah. billion predicted, you know, and then uh, so, it's, yeah,
1: they're going to make a cut. So two, three percent uh, straight across. That's going to hurt Ottawa. All the bureaucrats it's, you're going to see a lot of, you see the housing prices suddenly crash in Ottawa Um you know, that's a big amount of money to cut. And uh, I think, obviously, uh, unusual for this Liberal government, although Jean Chrétien was very good at cutting and, and Paul Martin, those those things I just talked about that happened 30 years ago, that was Jean Chrétien and Paul Martin cutting the national yeah. housing program. Uh, that, was, right. uh, that was the NDP government in British Columbia cutting the mental health care programs that we had at that time and not replacing them with anything. Uh, and then the right. Liberals got in and didn't fix it. You know, now we're looking at this three percent cut. So you got to cut, but where you say across the board, but three percent for one department versus three percent another, it's it's going to be a hard hit for some of the the ones like Big social ones. welfare uh, things yeah. like that. Where it'll be interesting to see how this pans out. That's the problem with government. You it's, like it's like a hammer. So you can't be yeah. very nimble in government. Let's do this over no. here. Let's do that. But it does. You know, hey, why why is Vancouver doing eleven percent increase in their budget? and then and then uh we've got P- uh, Justin Trudeau finding a way to get 3% cut hey vancouver check it out
0: yeah can, can i mention guys? brad west here can i can i mention <laughs> cuz when they say well federal is different than municipal it's like okay how about that oh God, um yeah. so we're going to probably end up talking about more things to do with budget but there's a lot in there that's um the spending is on climate healthcare dental care uh, trying to address some of the housing um situation which you know the mix of the two the cut versus the the payout and 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 trying to balance it all you know it's it's a hard one to unpack to be honest because so much of it is it's almost ethereal because there's so much that we've all been collectively going through and the inflation piece is so massive it's hitting Mm -hmm. everybody you and i are entitled white people of means and it's hitting us like and and i'm not saying and it shouldn't i'm saying if it's hitting you and I in a meaningful way, I cannot imagine what somebody who was struggling yeah. before this all hit is dealing with today. And, and uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the middle ground, the mushy middle person in me wants to do whatever it takes to help that person. I can live that, with less. I can pay more in order to make sure yeah. that somebody else that's the Dane in me. Right? Like I want society to, to help. Socialist. Like I, I would gladly, I socialist God, Yeah, here we go.
1: (laughs) Woke. I lived in Denmark for a year. I lived in Sweden for a year. Denmark versus Sweden. I mean, Denmark's very, at least when I was there, uh, that's the ultimate social democracy. Very expensive to live there, but very Very committed also to the private sector. So there's a way to, you can have both. There's a
0: way to balance Um, that. So before we run out of time here, because we are 25 minutes into our 30 minutes, fastest 30 minutes in BC politics and federal politics, I want to mention Porta Peak, that um, mass shooting mm. in Nova Scotia that happened almost three years ago. Uh, the report now in, and very critical of the RCMP's handling of this. Not surprisingly, so, but it's like dereliction of duty. Um, you know, leadership astoundingly poor. Not not informing the public as it was happening could have saved lives. Like, and the 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 fact that this individual was able to do and gather together all of the pieces of the weaponry and the vehicle that was looked like an RCMP vehicle, like it was a former, it was a decommissioned vehicle, how yeah. he was able to do all of this in plain sight with people uh, that knew he was hours doing that. And, 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 it,
1: hours and hours and hours and hours
0: and hours and hours. hours. And, hours, and, hours and I wonder, and I hope, um, you know, I with due respect for all people who work in law enforcement, who put themselves in harm's way, mm-hmm. There needs to be change around, you know, it's kind of like the difference of watching the the body camera viz of what happened in the mass shooting uh, the school shooting in Nashville this week versus the body cam footage of what happened in Uvalde. To blame all law enforcement with one big brush would be a huge mistake because watching mm-hmm. how the reaction was with those two very similar situations and the response was very different from quote-unquote law enforcement. So I understand that the the generalization of RCMP here, but the report of the RCMP in this situation uh, certainly requires some um, reflection, due diligence, and hopefully some meaningful consequences.
1: And is it is it a problem across the board, across the entire RCMP? Is it because of, is it is a regional issue? This is something the rcp is going to be wrestling with from this report it's a big deal uh here in bc yeah. of course we have a battle going on right now in surrey about the quality you know the quality of uh whether we should keep you know the rcp or, or the or the surrey police uh which goes back to the original reason why they started this process they were unhappy with the rcmp's abilities to solve a lot of their problems well why why were they unhappy with the rcmp what has happened to the rcmp that you see this across the board you know seeing this uh, across Canada in certain areas where they don't have a local police force and they seem to become more and more upset with the RCMP. Is it becoming yeah. too bureaucratic? Does it lose its focus? Has it got is it trying to do too much? Should there be, and you know, George, like, like as, as a woman, and,
0: can I point out the sexual assault and harassment cases and multi, multi hundreds of millions, if not right. billions, in in costs associated with right. that and yeah. self regulation. There's a lot, there's a lot there. We're going to continue to talk about it, but before we go, let's end on a bit of a different lighten it up kind of kicker story. You familiar with this piece of public art, the unsanctioned spider. Yeah. I've heard
1: about it. Yes. How dare they create art without me approving it as a, as a, as a, as a citizen.
0: Recycled (laughs) materials used to create this massive spider that, that is sitting like on a wall, uh, of the sky train track um around the commercial broadway subway line I can and tell you, amanda
1: will not be going to that location as if
0: Ra- she, oh is she, she an arachnophobe
1: oh my god she literally she screamed We're like what are you and there, it, was, it was literally quinn showed her a tiktok or something like spider I said, it's literally on your phone it's not it's like she's so scared of them Honey. yeah
0: interesting hey mm-hmm.
1: So she won't go to that huh. location. So yeah, they so so this is kind of like Banksy in England who does these things or just paintings. This is a three-dimensional thing.
0: Right? Yeah. So it's, it's large, like, large yeah. three-dimensional thing. And somebody posted about it, um, I can't remember who it was now, or I'd give them credit. But it's like, you know what, Vancouver should get more like Tokyo because Tokyo's city hall actually has a Godzilla on it.
1: That's cool. So they're yes. saying like let's get a sense of humor. Take the spider
0: right. off the public thing and, and put it. Put it on City Hall, and I, you know, it's interesting because the public backlash over it being taken down because it was unsanctioned. So it's like that's got to come down now. There's pushback on that, and it's now it's save the spider and Junko Playtime, the guy that um, the anonymous artist who uh, created <laughs> this, so
1: not so anonymous.
0: But yeah. he doesn't do interviews. Like I don't know what he looks like, but I've heard his right. voice before. So he's a little bit Banksy, a little bit more identifiable than Banksy. Um, but it got us to thinking, Linda and I were talking about, we're actually going to talk more about it on the show. I'm I'm looking forward to hearing her thoughts. But there there's lots of art that we don't necessarily all agree upon. I mean, and, and the cost of something. You and I talked about the chandelier under the Granville Street Bridge. The $13 million it. spinning shamb- chandelier. And it's every time I go down there, it's by the not, way, not working. By the product, it's not not working.
1: by the public. It was paid for totally. by the developer. I love yes. it. Uh, it's my neighborhood. It goes by. I know you said it was broken when you went by there. I haven't seen, I, I see it all the time. I don't know if it was broken. broken.
0: It was turned off. I don't, I don't know if yeah. it was broken. I was just there on a Saturday night for Robin Stickley's birthday at a restaurant down there and it was off and not moving. And I was like, well, yeah. damn, it's Saturday night That's... at seven. Wouldn't it be working?
1: It should. It should. It's unusual, I think, because it does work whenever I see it working. So that's cool. cool. There's also, uh, you know, there's Biennale, does a, those things, the program which creates public Benal? art.
0: Is it Biennale? I always thought it was Biennale. I think it's Biennale. I think. Okay.
1: Uh, the I city believe you. Has, are... Yeah. The city also has a ton of money, right, for public art uh, that they can't keep up with. When a developer, it used to be a, 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 what they used to do is this developer this is kind of the chandelier thing he said i want to put a chandelier and that's what i you have to as part of your development plan in the bigger projects you have to donate to the art something pretty kind of
0: thing yeah but
1: but when i was there vision decided to make it a fund only and not force these developers to get creative and it kind of sucks because this fund just kind of builds up and then who decides on where the money goes it made developers think about okay i'm building this building like if you go around, there's one just down the street from. If you go past the chandelier down the street, it's super weird. It's like a long concrete kind of picnic table in the middle of a park. I don't know, it's art, but it's cool. Then there's weird things like that 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 ladder on Kingsway. A lot of people hate yeah. it. I think it's kind of cool. In fact, when I'm driving right. on Kingsway, I'm thinking, okay, I'm only that far away now from where I need to get to because I can see that that piece of art and the we'll ladder, buy, you know, right? The ladder, uh, yeah, you know, or
0: the uh, the big the tall red lacquer. Sort of alien like person down yes. near oh David Lampark. Yeah.
1: This gets people talking. I this don't is, hate it. This I is, don't. This is
0: the point. Yeah. It's a talking point. But there's the the stop signs behind Vanier or behind the planetarium there, the, the little uh, chairs with. Right. Uh, inspirational things on it down at kits beach there's the laughing men down at english bay there's the chip
1: wilson Um, i mean so this yeah there's the
0: stack of busted cars i think that one's gone though the wrecked cars thank god that's gone where did why did it go it did suck but where did it go it was part of
1: the i think that was part of the bnl i think i think
0: oh okay so it's temporary
1: uh yeah that one was temporary thank thank goodness there was also that beautiful one i loved upside down church in Cole harbor i love that one but that was that's gone now too it was kind of up behind just up the hill sort of at, uh Cole harbor there anyways there's also that i don't think i ever little,
0: saw that one that
1: little house in this water as well it's cool there's so many cool pieces there's that diamond ring in english bay so yep there, there's so much great public art, and so this guy—I I don't know. There's a process. It's it's this ultimate debate, you know. You, that's and when it's right. something like that's quite large, there is a process to get public art and lots of money for it. Um, and right. so I don't know, but maybe there's this council needs to start thinking about it because I know they're wishy-washy on this one. Like, Oh, maybe we should leave it, but it's one of those tough challenges for a bunch of politicians to it's, if they don't. Because if you're leaving that, the right? unsanctioned, and oh, yeah, right. guys, it's,
0: what about my graffiti well, on this wall? That's art. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right exactly. George, George we're, we're out of time. Out. <laughs> George ah, or on Twitter at George, George underscore Affleck. George Affleck. That was good. George <laughs> underscore Affleck. That was really good. At Jody Vance. Jody with a Y. At Jody Vance. And I'm going to leave you with one little footnote, George, and I'll update you next week. Yep. We've actually heard from a government official about the whole trying to make change with online harassment. Preliminary contact has been made. I'll keep some I like it. I'm going to try my best, buddy. I will see you later on unspun. See you next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye.